next subject, we're moving away from the Scottish Athletics Direct. We're going to give them a, a rest. And we're going to talk about <laughs> something that's become quite interesting this year and has, has really become on everyone's radar, partly because of a huge marketing promotion. It's the Nike Vaporflies. So, this is before we go into the Vaporflies. I think I mentioned this in the, in the last episode. Tommy's got a pair of Vaporflies, don't you? I do have a pair of Vaporflies, yeah. yeah. And uh, how much did they cost you? Uh, it cost me 200, 200 uh, you've got, got, you got, you got a pair of Zoom flies. Have <laughs> 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 I got a fake pair? Yeah, it's like a That's good why I think I in Chicago. You've got the zero percenters, right. Um, That's the stepping stone, isn't it? That's why I bought them. We're diving in here, let's just, let's just clarify. So, the Nike Vaporfly is a, a shoe that, or the Vaporfly 4%, the shoe Nike launched last year as part of their Breaking 2 project. They have a shoe which the Vaporfly Elite, the Elites use. It's based on the same chassis for all intents and purposes. It's a new foam and, controversially, a carbon plate through the shoe. Now, for the they're very difficult to get a look, so for the consumers, there is also a Zoom Fly, which a lot of us run in. Kyle ran <laughs> Chicago in this. It's still £160. Let's, yeah, let's but does it actually work then? Well, it's... What do you mean it work? You see, you finished. Yeah, I'm <laughs> But I thought it was going to give me the Kipchoge effect. Maybe you didn't have a Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made you go 4% slower. <laughs> so it's just a con. Well, the, okay, the, so we'll, the amateur ones. So we'll jump into it. So Nike say, and a lot of studies, they've, they've, some paid by Nike, some not, support the fact that this shoe offers a 4% improvement in your efficiency, which um, ultimately can yield a 4% improvement in, in performance. So we saw Kip Shogi run the world record this year, smash world record this year, um, and we've seen uh, an interesting stat uh, infographic that was shared by James a few weeks ago with all the, the, the world marathon majors winners and the, the vast majority of them do wear the Vaporfly or an equivalent, the Vaporfly Elite or something. So, so the question is, is this, is this okay? Or are we moving into a cycling type era where we're seeing effectively mechanical doping, particularly on the, on the plate? And is that, does that mean that people are getting better, access to better technology and therefore running faster than say we were 15, 20 years ago? So, in terms of the teams on this one, and I'm not sure if this does align with their true views, but we'll, we'll come to that at the end. So, in terms of the defence, we've got uh, the defence that the shoe is okay and it's ultimately still the runner. We've got uh, Chris, Sam, James and Fiona suggesting that it's still the runner, the shoe is just the shoe. And on the other side, we've got Cameron, Nicola, Debbie, Miles and Kenny saying, nah, mechanical doping, not allowed. So let's kick off with those who think it's okay. Okay, for, for me I think that uh, it may be a good shoe, but what's exceptional here is the marketing and not the shoe. Um, the Nike have really gone out to sell this shoe. And uh, if, you, if you were to question whether you can ban it, uh, what, what would you be banning? Are you banning light shoes? Are you banning the foam? Or are you banning anything with a plate in it? So Kyle's got his his fake plate in his shoes. <laughs> they didn't give him the world record. Uh, or there's a Brooks Hyperion <laughs> prototype. A lot of people are running in now, or a lot of the pros are. Well, Brooks pros are running in now. Do, do you ban that too? Even the Mizuno Wave has a plate in it and has done for many years. It's quite difficult to know exactly what it is that is causing that so-called four percent and what you can ban. It's probably more the hype than anything else. It's the reason those other shoes aren't producing world records is that Nike have bought the best runners in the world mm -hmm. and they've put them in the shoes that they want to sell and they've created the hype by uh, by using these athletes. I don't think anybody thinks that Kipchoge would not be a champion if he is wearing Adidas Adios and still the second fastest marathon ever run is still in Adidas Adios, Dennis Cometo in Berlin 2014. The uh, the Adios are clearly 
still a fast shoe. They've not got the same hype behind them because Adidas seems to have lost interest. They're more interested in selling ultra boost, ultra boost uh, <laughs> fashionistas <laughs> and They make more money that way. Uh, Kitani is one of their athletes. She ran New York in Takumi Sen, I believe. She ran the second half sub, sub 67, which is absolutely phenomenal. Nobody's talking about the shoes because they're not they're not in the four percent. But if they were, then that'd be another uh, another piece of evidence against them. Another well, eh, no. I tell you what, just <laughs> backing up because he's done some good research. Yeah, okay. I say, I'm so sorry to hear all of that. I must admit, it's greater than Chris and your team because you know attention to details, Chris is fine. But I just thought it'd be interesting to see what the IWF's sort of stance or what they're going to take on it. Is and basically what they say is that shoes must not be constructed so as to give athletes any unfair advantage or assistance and that they must be reasonably available to all in the spirit of the universality of athletics. So basically they don't see an issue with it. Um, Nike are obviously complying and I have to agree with Chris that in terms of the, the shoe itself it's just been a tremendous piece of sort of innovation from Nike. They've obviously managed to recruit the best athletes, and it's just a marketing sort of dream, really. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder, did anyone, you know, in the old days, people didn't wear spikes, and then spikes were introduced. So, did they have that? I mean, that would be considered, you know, an advantage. But then, it wasn't beyond reach of the spikes, in that anybody could nail some. Uh, some nails through the bottom of their shoes and create mm-hmm. their own spikes if they so wanted. Whereas for two hundred and nine pounds and also with probably I'm sure there's various copyrights and uh, and patents on them, meaning that at the moment it is pretty. If you need to wear two hundred and nine pound shoes to win a local race, then you're really pricing people out from from winning. Them. <laughs> I don't win local races. Hey, you haven't tried them on, you haven't. Well, that's it. Like Sam said, they have to be, what is it, readily available or something. That's it, yes. Yeah. So they are becoming well, they're not. More Tom got an email or something. Is that not how you got them? I think they're still actually available online. Like, they went yeah, out yeah. and in they're some sizes, weeks. they're still, like, for women's sizes. Certainly the last yeah. weeks, they are becoming more readily available. Yeah. But again, on Mike's part, the lead up to Christmas, of course they were going to become more readily available, you know. Yeah. They were, they've held them back for probably about 12 months now, yeah. so they have become more exclusive in nature. But now they seem to be becoming more mm. available. I, I, I got the email, so, and then by the time I got onto their website, they'd sold out. So, no, but so they're not readily available. No, they, available. They added some more on because I, <laughs> I was trying yeah, to decide, and I kept, I looked over a few days, yeah. and some of the it was mainly the men's sizes that went, and then yeah. they came back on again. So just uh, just, just to stop everyone. Right, so Tom, you bought yourself <laughs> your own pair, and you never, your, your wife is wanting a pair. You never, dis- you never thought about getting another pair. I'm undecided. She's, she's an example of somebody who runs in a pair of Adidas Adios. So. Yeah, and Adios, like I've had no, I really like the Adios too. I've had no problems with it. I ran Chicago in it and in them, and yeah, I I really like the Adios. So I'm not 100 percent convinced, but then that's why I bought the Zoom Fly to sort of test out the, because it's similar to mm-hmm. test out because it looks so different to the Adios. I'm just not sure about if they'll. I mean, do they work for every runner and every style of runner? I don't know. It's curiosity, isn't it? To see yeah. if the hype sort of justified because yeah. there is serious hype surrounding it. You, know? you see, I'm not sure about the hype, but can I afford to be wrong? If uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. It's not really available to all runners. Runners meant to be a free sport where all you need is trainers. But if you've got to spend two hundred and ten pounds for. How many miles, Tom, did you say that you could do? <laughs> you can say 100, 100 miles. 100 yeah, miles. For what say? Two pounds a mile. <laughs> I, I, would, I would pay £209 <laughs> to get a dynamite marathon trying to last forever. I would yeah. drop the money now. But then would you train in them? Would you just No, I would just use them for the race, like I do with my Adios. I like just Kyle. use them for the race. Yeah. But the, the Zoom fly you bought, I mean, that's still a £160 shoe. So this, work. so this label, <laughs> this label of poor man's Vaporfly is bloody expensive. You can get one set up in nice quick, though. It's true, yeah. True. I, I must say, I never paid £160. I went to the outlet and got them for $70. Oh, Face, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I never got a PB, you didn't buy your wife a pair of them. <laughs> they were a bargain. I, I, yeah. I, I, I helped, I tried to help you. What were you wearing? Was it a feet for the 81 miles? Oh, nothing <laughs> by the looks of it. That's a good point, though. There's a woman who won, it was, I'm 
plug it. It's the Western States hundred or an equivalent hundred mile race in the states, and she won it in a pair of vaporflies, and because she felt the cushioning of the vaporfly, it's like the hooker thing. It's a maximum cushioning. And Chris's point is, is it is it cushioning you after or the or the plate? I think the cushioning towards the end of the marathon is helping you. The plate maybe that is making you more efficient through it. But so in terms of people who disagree with it, well, let's hear some arguments on why it should be banned. What side am I on? Uh, <laughs> what side would you like to go? <laughs> you don't know what uh, should be banned. Should be banned. Is that notes or? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nicola's notes for her. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I, I think it should be banned. I think, uh, like, going, going by the history of running, so nowadays if you've got like some shoe that's springing you forward and try to compare it with like people in the past it's yeah i think there should be a limit set by like governing bodies of what a shoe can be so like over time every time is consistent with each other there's no one got like a huge mm. advantage mechanically instead of through their own ability yeah i've got a question for you right it's legal at the moment okay yeah um but if it was the difference between second place and being scottish champion if you wore that shoe would you wear that shoe yeah <laughs> yeah i would wear the shoe but i definitely think there, there should be yeah there yeah. should be a limit to like in the future if if this is okay now what's it going to go to like, yeah, how, how do think, you know i mean there's nothing sorry, sorry. No, no, no no there's nothing stopping the other companies you know, developing and like you say, the Brooks have got the plate and um, the New Balance not testing out something as well. They're trying to. It's so can Yeah. So I mean, sorry. Yeah, know. but why? How do you? <laughs> you don't know for sure that the shoe isn't helping. Like the shoe, this is what Nike say: the shoe is doing something, right? That's why people spend two hundred nine pounds on them. So That's why it. not just remove any doubt and just have everyone not in the same shoe but have everyone in the same type of shoe just you know so that you know for sure that the best runner is winning but then you can start to say that there's a performance uh, there's a performance game to be had from wearing tight shorts and everybody (laughs) had to wear yeah no yeah then you start banning them you know nike are saying that they're making you four percent better over 26.2 miles Mm Wait, you know what? 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 What would you be gaining from wearing tight shorts? Yeah. So, so actually, they start. If they come across to banning it, is Nike going to say it's the one percent shoe because it's not making that yeah. much difference? Because Nike first want to say that it's it's the thing making you faster, but if it does get. If there are if there are more calls to ban it, then are they going to start trying to play it down and say? No, it's just a shoe. It's not making much difference. Well, they're going to give their money back to all these people that yeah. bought the shoes because Nike really said it would make a difference. PV guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, James, well, you, you, you yeah. obviously worked with a lot of people in their gait and analysis. Yeah. Um, I feel I mentioned it's a good benefit everybody. It doesn't benefit everyone because the force plate is also underneath where your mid to forefoot is. So it's going to benefit people that mid to forefoot strike. It's going to benefit more people that mid foot strike rather than forefoot strike because they'll get the more roll over the pad and get the spring forward. Uh, when you look at the science, it's the, the contact force versus the ground contact force and what the plates effectively doing. It's a bit like a trampoline, increase your force forward. So what the plates effectively doing is, is giving you that spring. And just listen to Sam and I run, they only feel good when you're running fast. It's exactly that, because you're actually using the momentum and using the, the stored energy to bring you forward. So when you don't run fast in them, you feel very, very unstable. When you're running fast, you're actually able to maintain the momentum a little bit better. So therefore, you can't really technically train them the whole time. So you've got to kind of go between the, the, the shoes itself. So yeah, I, I don't actually know which camp I'm on from before. <laughs> <laughs> I've written all the notes for against, but I don't know much. <laughs> so, Sitting on the fence. The, the important thing is that the the four percent is a bit of a misconception. There. People think it's coming to four percent faster. The four percent comes from when they compared it to their their vapor fly. Yeah, sorry. When they compared it to sorry. The streak. Yeah, Zoom Streak 6. So again, they're in a lab testing light for light versus the, the two sides. So there's a 4% change by having that plate in. Uh, when you look at the, the performances, uh, I've got an example here. A lady, 34-year-old, her PR before was 2 hours 27 for a marathon. and never been close to that. She was at the tail end of her career at 34 for a marathon. And then she went and nailed a uh, 2.21, so 6 minute PB Tokyo. Just straight off the bat, unexpected. 
in the shoes. Yeah, in the shoes. That's that's our peak end of the Is that because of the shoe? Is it because of drugs? Is it just because it's chained better for it? They were painted in the shoe itself. So who was that? Amy Craig. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So she went from a 227, dropped six minutes over the distance. Mm. And we've got our own guy here, Tom, who then dropped a lot in his mouth. In my defence, I wore the same shoe in London around 240 to Frankfurt 230. So that's uh, that's the mm. same Plus shoe. Plus, you were around the Vapor Factory. Uh, yeah. Oh, you were? In both, yeah. Oh. In both. Have you changed your mind now? <laughs> <laughs> no. So the, uh, the spikes is a good reference but the one that often crops up as well is the swimsuits that they had uh, a few years ago so the uh, the records came crashing down when they got these faster swimsuits you maybe know better than I do yeah. then, but so correct me if I'm wrong so then they then they banned them and the next year everyone was slower but now everybody's faster again and they're still breaking world records so maybe everybody I think just from tech it's not just from the suits I think in this generation now it seems to be smarter training and and better facilities and everything to when I swam when the suits were legal but there was a huge huge difference racing in the suits that were full length compared to now where you're only allowed the shorts so it didn't just change the uh, the belief then because the the records now are all faster so it's not just the technology that's that's helped there Did the records still stand from when they were in suits or did they get I think there's only a couple now yeah. that still stand get no they still were valid system. yeah mm. So do you want to see world records with an asteroid, with a, a vape fly world record and a, a non vape fly <laughs> world record? Is that where we're going? But the, the reality is that the vape fly world record will be faster because it's it's full of the fastest athletes paid for by 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 Nike. Like Kipchoge is clearly the best marathon runner in the world at the moment. Yeah. Well, he uh, he won the Berlin Marathon two thousand fifteen with uh, with his. Shoes falling apart. Yeah, yeah. 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 It clearly doesn't make a difference what he's got on his feet. Your point about Mary Katani is spot on. I mean, she defeated a a field of runners of vapor flies. She's a better runner. Yeah. She's 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 she was better than the she executed better. Regardless of the shoe, she uh you know she prevailed. Okay, so if you have Kipchoge running exact same shape, he's in exactly the same shape. You have him running a marathon not in vapor flies and then you haven't run a marathon in vapor flies which ones you quicken well, we will never know that's the too many different variables yeah. yeah. no 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 but take out all the variables it, it's an impossible the, the only, the only variable is the it, shoe that he's running his food it's an impossible experiment to have but Chris is about to do something like this next year you mean the two halves that the I two have two halves yeah yeah actually I will check so I, I'm in my Tokyo build up I was looking for uh some half marathons to do and I struggled to find any over winter with Tokyo being that much earlier so I've uh, I signed up for exactly the same half marathon in uh, at the first weekend of January and first weekend of February going around Victoria Park in London so I'm going to run the first one in Zoom flies because I bought some vapor flies and I don't want to bust them up before the race <laughs> and then I'll run the second one in in my vapor flies because I want to check them out before before Tokyo, so be I, I will report back on the. But I, but also I hope I'm going to be fitter. For me. Sure, yeah. Four percent. But then it depends on the weather. It depends on how you're yeah. feeling. It depends on. There's an awful lot more variables and. Mm. Next subjective, you'd have to pick a marker and stick to how do you feel and how do you. Mm. Just be honest. Think of because yeah. you'll take all the other variables and you just have to kind of accept that. But you've got the subjective thing. Well, did they feel better? Placebo's a thing. And also, I think I'm a heel So uh, maybe I'm just going to get bounced backwards. I think from that way around, from from a physical point of view, um, the foot is meant to pronate, and what the pad does do, it, it stops that from happening. So as you land on the outside board of your foot, you come across in the pronation itself. So that kind of acts a bit like a shock absorber. It's like a snowboarder coming over a, a jump and they land on a down slope. If they land on the flat, all the force goes through them, so the foot lands and comes across. When you, when you take away the natural movement of the foot, that's when you can start having your issues, your potential stress fractures, your potential uh, first M- MTP blocking up, and that's when you just start knocking everything else off. So I think that although it's the contact with the ground that's important, it's how it affect the rest of your, your chain. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
and that's going to be the part of the danger of the shoe is that people see this marketing and forget all the decisions on why they're running in a Adidas supernova where it is training and they just say I want that for a marathon and a marathon is a long way to run a shoe that you've bought just because you want to buy it it's not fitted for people you people ask what does Carl Greg run in in Plims Plims is walking around the city <laughs> but no people people ask me what the X run in the marathon you're looking to win no I'm just looking for like a 45 minute 10k don't think it's going to be the best choice to go and buy a 210 pound yeah. pair of shoes you know it's so one question is the the ones that are readily available for everyone at the moment, the Zoom flies, the ones that we're all running in, do they have any effect at all then? Do they have an additional So the one yeah. the, the Zoom fly flying which you've got does have that the one that you run in and the one I've got has a nylon plate in it, so they've upgraded recently. Yeah. So the original one just had a nylon plate, and I don't know. So what have we got then? Nylon. Nylon. Yeah. So it's it, it doesn't have the foam, is that? No, it doesn't have the foam. So they oh, right, had just okay. a regular foam, and they've, right. they've upgraded it. So it's, it is downgraded on both sides, but they've changed it to have the same carbon plate, mm. but a lesser foam. So then you're talking about pure comparison of plate or, or foam. You know, if you if you're running a Zoomfly now, you're getting the plate, no foam. So if you want to play, that's what you go for. Have you retired one yet? I want to see what's inside. Cut uh, into it. <laughs> Dissect it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no. I'll be retired then. So, is there any studies for just the normal shoe then? Has any studies been, been done? In terms of the Zoom flight? Yeah. Uh, I doubt it. But then why would Nike market that? Why would they market a shoe that's cheaper? They, you know, they want, they want us all. And I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. I'm not who's going to buy it. Because I was thinking, this shoe's going to make me run faster. And there's no if you buy it the day before, before an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wearing a racing flat. It's like saying you're not allowed to wear racing flats in a race. What they said, is, that, is, that, is that cheating by having a, the lightest shoe you can possibly have? I think you need to be careful just where you draw the line. And not, um, not necessarily with the shoe, but you know, you saw it happening with um, Oscar Pistorius when he had the blades. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had a, you could just say, well, you know, I'll enter the, the able-bodied long jump and triple jump with these blades, and it's there has to be a line somewhere. And I don't, I don't think there's an issue with these shoes, but I think it, it can escalate a bit if you continually, continually um, use these tools to your advantage. Like Team Sky, clearly at times mm-hmm. went beyond that line, um, but I think with these shoes, I know I'm supposed to say against the shoes, but <laughs> I think these shoes are fine. But you have to be careful how close you get to, to you know, morally. And, you know, like the likes of the IWF saying um, that it has to be an even playing field. Well, they could buy everybody the shoes with all the millions that the DX and yeah. whoever's been pocketing. So, you know, to what they say is... is um, <laughs> I just want to know how you would do an able-bodied long jump with the blades. <laughs> what do you do with your feet? Well, you saw, you saw with Pistorius, you know, starting to perform an able-bodied Olympics. Do you... Why was he allowed to do that yeah. in the 400? But then would you draw the line at the long jump? It would be ridiculous to have somebody with blades yeah. in the long jump, the triple jump. And I don't know what the line was there, but because nobody tried it, I don't think. It's okay as long as he's not going to win, is basically the way people Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was, it was inspiring when he was coming eighth. But yeah. if, he, if he were getting a medal, then people would, yeah, would, have, would, would have a problem. But yeah. they, the blades is a good comparison because it's the, the, the blade is effectively what's in the shoe. It's a carbon fibre plate being used as a spring. So why not have one sticking out the front of your shoes, which is three foot long, and run the marathon on on stilts you've got? Your stride length is 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 doubled. You've got a huge spring on each feet. That's what you should do for your second half. The longer the the more spring you get. Does somebody with a size seven shoe have the same advice as somebody with a size ten shoe? It's it's not not an argument. The smaller your feet, the faster you go. Well, he's like Lassie, for example, he's got like size five feet or something, I don't know. But. Well, hang on, who's got the smallest feet here? I'm a seven. Five and a half. No, it's not. Seven and a half. Cameron's got small feet. Five. Cameron's four and a half. I've got eleven. Eleven? Yeah. So I think, I think the general feeling is it's uh, it's okay, but it's starting to enter a, a grey territory. Is anyone got anything they want to throw out there about the big fly? It's quite, uh, from a scientific point of view, it's actually 
and uh, you know putting all the other things aside it's it's quite interesting just to see how much you can advance these things to see what you can do I don't know I find it quite fascinating in terms of, of an experiment but in terms of Scottish records or does it say and you're right is it all about advancement does that mean so Fraser does Fraser climb with his 211 does that mean he's now disadvantaged for when someone like Cal Hawkins or Robbie goes past that time well, because they're benefiting from from advanced technology. But I mean, but you're also well, like Debbie right. says, you're benefiting benefiting now from better training, better facilities. You know, all these yeah, other things true. have come on. You can't just put more, it down to there's the There's more team. funding in sport. There's yeah. more yeah. funding yeah. for science in sport. You look at athletes on camp; they get their bloods taken, they get their urine taken. Everything's marked. Their sleep's measured. But I don't think Fraser Pro had that back in his day. So. Mm-hmm. It's easier to jump on. He would have had a Garmin or heart rate monitor and things. Watch even. Which are you That's what it is. There's more money put into sports, so you have to expect better outcomes. And there's no money put into the development of the equipment as well as the athletes. I, mean. I think it's up to an athlete what they feel comfortable in. And I run in. I never even run in lightweight shoes, but it's just because I've had problems and I don't feel comfortable in that. And I maybe would get an advantage by doing that, but it just not doesn't mm-hmm. suit me. Do you need all the fancy stuff? So like, I went on a triathlon Scotland camp. Was it last year or the year before? And I had to pee in a cup every day and got my lactate tested after every interval. And one of the intervals, I said my lactate was too high, and I had to sit out for two intervals. And it's like, well, but I felt fine. So why is that stopping me? Is that overthinking things? There's should be aligned with that too. Mm. So, Sam, your position on this? Well, as a owner of, I've got to sort of defend and yeah. Chris, I don't really think that they will live up to their own hype, but I'm too scared that they will. That I don't want everyone else to have them and me not to have them, so I've bought a pair, but I, I, I'm not entirely convinced. And what's interesting is you're both marathoners as well. I don't think we, we've got, so we've got, I mean, I would say probably four people who are, four who are focusing on marathon at the moment, um, and three of the four are random. In terms of 10k, who's, no one's wearing them. I mean, is uh, the question for me then is this, the shoe? Is an advantage at ten k and half marathon. Well, is it? Marathon. For me, it well, the world record in half was set in uh, paper flies. Okay. So it, what about the ten k? I would say no, because you've got the plate. Is if is it the plate of the foam? The foam gives you a lot of protection, and it's that end of the that last ten k. The idea is that it, it you know it looks after your leg. There's a bit more protection there because it is such a, uh, a shock absorbing the, foam. This is a question for James. Um, is do you need cushioning in long distance shoes if you've got an efficient technique so when you if you heel strike you, yes you probably do need a lot more cushioning but if you're mid foot four foot then you'll you should be landing right underneath you and yeah. you're absorbing all that because of your efficient stride and uh, off the top of my head um, they did a study where they looked at I think it was New York Marathon where they looked at the position of the foot strike at the first three to six miles and also in the last six miles and I think it was an 85% were uh, four foot strikers at the start and it flipped around to 85% being at the the hind foot for uh, the last uh, part of the race. So to answer your question is, do you need cushioning? Probably the majority of people will need cushioning but if you're training and your endurance level is able to keep your style or your form for the whole race then you should potentially need it. But mm. not everyone trains to that level has the same endurance here. We work with recreationals who are doing their first marathon versus elite who are doing numerous marathons. The ones that are at the, the sharper end probably don't need the cushioning as much. The ones that are near the, the other end are probably going to need a bit more cushioning. So, from my point of view, it's more prescription for what the, the person needs. Yeah. So, your position on it is? Um, either are, yeah. <laughs> if they're in this colour, then yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm undecided. I'm a big fan of the Adios and they worked well for me personally as a heel striker. So, yeah, I'm not sure. But I'd like to try them. But you, but you don't think they're cheating effectively? You oh, they? sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not at the moment. I think because other companies are just slower. They're just, and they're just catching up. Debbie? I think I'm still against it. I think that 
I like that running's a, meant to be a free sport, and with cycling, if I wasn't fortunate enough to be a, given a six grand bike, like I'm Aberdonian, I'm not going to pay that much for for uh, a fancy bike. I I just think everyone should be on the same playing field. And that's what I don't like about cycling that it's just a whoever's got the most money or whoever's fortunate enough to be sponsored. I love that running's meant to be free. Nicola, I think it's up to the athlete if they want to wear them. I think it's getting an advantage. I don't think. Um, I don't think they should be banned as yet. I don't think they. Um. Yeah, okay. Miles. I don't think it should be banned. Kenny. It's just at the point now. I don't think it should go further, but I want a pair. Cameron. Yeah, I don't think they should be banned. Kyle. I think they should be banned. I've spent a hell of money. <laughs> <laughs> and I want a pair for Christmas, so it's that, that could be money better spent than something else. So I would rewind back two years and say if this shoe shouldn't have bloody been made because it was a <laughs> it was a level playing field then. But now was it was it somebody, level? It somebody probably wasn't level then. Tom's going to run in his two hundred pound vapors next time I race him, and I'm going to run <laughs> shitty zoom flies. And I'm going well. You've got those two hundred pound trainers. I would have beaten you if I had them. Yeah, but your trainers are still a hundred pounds. No, oh, it's okay, seventy dollars. Fine, you, have, you can, you know. Maybe what? yours are like three percent then. If they're like exactly. three, three <laughs> quarters. One percent could be the difference. One percent over two. You're more than one percent faster than Tom. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> so personally, I, I think it should be bad. I don't. There should be an advantage. And similar, um, similar topic. Similar what Debbie says. In triathlon, you have a fancy bike. Your bike, if you've got a 10 grand bike versus somebody who's in an 800 pound bike, that person with a 10 grand bike is going to have a significant advantage, even yeah. though that person with an 800 pound bike could actually be a lot fitter. And okay, they might still beat that person with a 10,000 pound bike, but you're buying, um, you're buying performance through a product. Um, and that's not what running's about. Maybe for triathlon it is, and cycling, yes, but in running, I, I think it's, it's so, wrong so to have I, the, the fancy shoes. So why did you buy the Zoom fly? Because I wanted it to be in a level plane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good. Uh, I'm obviously pro it. <laughs> behind it, so I think it's, I think it's great. I, I think it's a good evolution of technology. I don't think it's too far. Uh, and I think it's the foam. And we saw nobody cried, nobody was crying when Adidas brought out Boost, which was the best foam. It was just a, a cool thing. Uh, I think a lot of it is in the foam, not necessarily the plate. So. Can I ask one one other question? So, you bought the you bought what size of feet are you nine? They're nine and a half. Yeah, so I'm a nine and a half as well. How about you just share the share the shoes? So you went for your top your top marathon. I went for my my next marathon. That's fine. That's all right. Uh, before you go, that's that's all right. Actually, that's only twenty five miles at once. No, they brought out about yeah exactly the whole thing. Right, very good. So that brings us to the end of our discussion subjects. We're going to move on to our quiz. So we're going to bring you. We're going to bring you into our into three teams, and this is something that our listeners can have a shot at home. So the three teams here are going to be. Let's do it the way they're sitting. Sam, Chris, and James in Team One. We're going to have the girls' team, and then we're going to have the Scottish Ten K lads sat over here. So me and you are adjudicating. This is the TRS and Friends Christmas 2018 quiz. So we've got three rounds for you. Each round is five questions. The first round is Saltire Heroes. The second round is Tartan Races. And the third round is TRS Superfan. So we'll be testing your knowledge on all things athletics in Scotland and TRS. So we'll start with the t- Saltire Heroes. R- question one. The Robbie Simpsons and Ellis McCoggins are our international heroes, but can you name the Scottish national champions at 5K, 10K, Half marathon and marathon this year. You'll get a point for each male and female correctly named. 5k, 10k, half and marathon. What did you say? 5k, 10k, half marathon. 5k, 10k, half marathon. Yeah. Half marathon. Yeah. Question two. Which Scottish athletics legend was awarded an NBE this year? A bonus point if you can confirm what it was for. Okay, next question. This is question number three. Who won the senior national cross country title this year? So Both for the male and female senior title. Uh, definitely her. Question number four. This month we saw Steph Twelve run a superb two thirty debut to run the fastest marathon by a Scottish female in six years. The question is, 
Who are the male and female Scottish marathon record holders? And what are their record times? Point for each name and title. And, and point for each name and time. Sorry. So that brings us to the end of the Saltar Heroes Run. Moving on to Tartan Races. Question one. Which Scottish race has more finishers in 2018 than any other race festival in Scotland? which I believe Kyle has won, won in the in the past, is one of the youngest national champs in Scotland, with 2018 being only its fifth year. Where has this race been held every year? Question number four. There are heavy calls to bring back the Glasgow Marathon. In what year was the last marathon in Glasgow held? Not including the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, last question in the Tartan Races round. Question number five. Which popular Scottish running festival took over where the Great Caledonia Run ended in 2004? Okay, so we're on to the third topic of the quiz. It's called the TRS Superfans. So question number one. Kyle ran one of the events at the Swiss Alpine Ultra this summer. The race finishes in Davos. Where did it start and how far was the race in kilometres? What for each? Question Such number two. Which running legend did Tom meet at a race this year? Oh, I know this one. Question number three. Kyle won three half marathons this year. Can you name them? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. Name the guest who has appeared on the show twice this that's year. A, that's a, yeah. Question number five. Tom smashed his PB in what distances this year? A bonus point for each for the time for each. Exact time. You don't need the seconds, do you? Nah, just roughly. Two. So the last question for you. Great Run didn't give Kyle a name on his bib, so Tom kindly did this for him. What name was he given, and why was Kyle being punished? Yeah. Or why was he being punished? Right, okay, so we're going to go round, round the room for the answers. So we'll start off with the Saltar Heroes. We talked about the, the Scottish National Champions at 5k, 10k, half and marathon, for a point for each male and female. So, team... In fact, what is your team name? Give us your team name and your, oh, your suggestion. Gary Wales. <laughs> I'm a team name. Flashy Jumper. Okay, so team Flashy is Jumper. Let's have a with your answer. For 5k, we went for Jamie Crow and Marion McClendon. Do you want 10k as well? Uh, yeah, go for 10k as well. 10k, we went for Luke Trainer and Annabelle Simpson. Team oh. Sorry, continue. Do you want all of them? Go for it, yeah, go for all. For half, we went for Fanula Ross and Luke Trainer. And Marathon you went for? We went for Tom Roach, brackets V40. And, <laughs> and then we went for Fiona Bryant. So you got... Uh, Fiona's not true. <laughs> 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 I think you're, you're one, you got two out of the eight there. And what, 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 team two, what's your name and what did you go for? Well, we didn't realise we had to have a team name. Well, so we're called, we're called Cameron slash Kenny slash Miles. Okay, so... CKM, what did you what did you go for? Okay, in order. Yeah. So men's five k Lacklanotes, women's five k Mary McLennan, men's ten k Chris Jones, women's ten k Fanula Ross, men's half Luke Trainer, women's half Fanula Ross, mm. men's Mara Michael Wright, and women's Mara Katie White. Oof! Almost a full house there. You missed like two or three there. <sighs> team three. Mm. How many? Girls, how many? Girls team? Six. Six. Yeah. Six of eight. <laughs> CKM. And the girls team? That's unreal. Who runs the world? Is that not the Beyonce song? Who runs the world, yeah. That's so our name. We went 5k, Lachlan Oates and Annabelle Simpson. 10k, Lachlan Oates and Fanula Ross. Half marathon, nothing. And Fanula <laughs> 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 no Ross. Uh, then marathon, Michael Wright and no one. So I think it's five. five. So we've had the correct answer on all but one. So 5K, Lachlanotes, Annabelle Simpson is the correct answer. I don't think anyone got Annabelle Simpson. No. We got Annabelle. Oh, yeah. sorry. 10K, our champions this year are Chris Jones and Fanula Ross. Uh, At half, it's Luke Trainer and Fanula Ross. At marathon, it's Mikey Wright. And 
Alison McGill, Fife AC. Uh, six. We thought it was five. So we're on. How many did you get? Two, six, and five. Tight. Okay, so the next question was which Scottish athletics legend was awarded an MBA this year? MBE this year. Bonus point if you can confirm what it was for. So, flashy jumpers, what was the answer? Alex Jackson, services to athletics. Well, we'll give you one of one of one of two there. Yeah. KTM. Alex Jackson, services to athletics. They've, they've copied us. The yeah. dream team, what did you get? You said Alex Jackson services no, to cross country. Yes, bravo. Oh, 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 two points there, so Boom. one one and two I'm there. Oh. I thought maybe services to athletics. Right, it's question three was who won the national cross country title this year? Gents, KCM, do you want to go? Chris Chris and Mary McLennan. Correct answer. Everyone else? Yeah, the same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went for Chris Jones instead, Penny. Oh dear, it wasn't very funny. <coughs> Maybe we should swap notes and uh, see what you have. I'm not thinking I can read mine. <laughs> okay, so question number four. This month we saw Step 12 and a Sakaar 230 debut to run the fastest marathon by a Scottish female in six years. The question is who are the male and female Scottish marathon records and what are the record times? Point, points for each name and time. So, let's go to the Beyonce girls. Uh, we have Callum Hawkins in 2.09 and Liz McColgan in 2.27. Um, <laughs> We've got Callum Hawkins 2 hours 10 and Liz McColgan 2 hours 29. Ooh. We've got Callum Hawkins 2.10 and Liz McColgan 2.28. Unfortunately, nobody got the right answer. So what was it then? Alistair Hatton, two o nine, sixteen. Oh, we got two o nine. Does that not count? You said it. You said it's a point for each. Well, you know the records. Everyone got Liz McCoggan. So that's a point. That's a point. But our time is two twenty six fifty two. Oh come on! You got it. You got it. So what are the scores in the doors after the Saltar Heroes run? Ten. Ten. So on round two, Tartan races, we asked you which race has more finishers in 2018 than any other race in Scotland and we could clarify yes it is a festival. So Cameron Miles Kenny. EMF. EMF. Where's EMF? Edinburgh Marathon Festival. Glasgow Great Scottish runs. EMF. The correct answer with 15,862 finishers is Great Scottish. I don't think we've ever had that much excitement. Which of course consists of a 10k and a wheelchair event. Uh, is in there. EMF uh, is a close second, and then in third is the Loch Ness Marathon. <laughs> okay, so question number two: The Great Cross Country International has left Edinburgh and moves to Stirling in 2018. How many years has it been held in Edinburgh? Someone who's closest. How, how many years are? How many yeah. years was it? How many years? How many years has it been held in? Yeah, so how many years was it held in Edinburgh? Yeah. So we must clarify, we said in 2018, it's actually 2019. Yeah, okay, so it was held in Edinburgh in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the last year. So how, how many years? So let's go to the flashy jumpers. What's your answer? 10. How many? 10 years. 10 years, okay. KCM? 12. Uh, what's your title again? Oh, yeah. 20. 20. So the correct answer is 14. It was held oh, in 2005. The, the closest wins, uh, the closest gets a point. Yeah, we'll get the closest point. Yeah. Is that, is that That's you guys, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. as many points as There was an international race there in 2004. But was that the World Cross? No, no that was 07, which is when I thought it started. But okay, question three. So I Number three, the Scottish Mid Trail Champs must be one of the youngest national champs 
It's been going for five years. And we asked you, where has this race been held? So, Beyonce's. Falkland. Flashy jumpers. King of Cleveland. KCM. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Close, no cigar. The answer is, of course, Falkland. Very good. Point Thanks, to the girls. To me. Okay, question number four. There are heavy calls to bring back the Glasgow Marathon. And what year was the last marathon in Glasgow held? And this doesn't include the Commonwealth Games. So, uh, sorry, there's a long silence there. <laughs> Technicalities in this. Uh, okay, let's go for the Beyonce. What were you? We went 88. Yeah. 88. 88. Flashy jumpers. 87. 87. 91. 1991. Okay. Closest wins. <laughs> no. We actually don't know the answer, so. Alright, let's pause this. <laughs> yeah, you paused it. So the answer is 1987. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a point for the flashy jumpers, and that's it. Right. Next no, question. No, oh sorry. 87, you got it. And since 88, it's become the half marathon festival. Maybe that's Fun what we fact for you. That's, that's, that's what, what we, we were talking about. No, it's a marathon festival. Fun okay. fact for you. For many, for a few years, it was a 15 and a half mile race just to make it uh, something equal. Right. Last question in the uh, Tartan races round. Which Scottish, which popular Scottish running festival took over by the Great Caledonia Run ended in 2004? Is what we asked you. So, KCM. Run by model. Beyonce's. We did Scottish run again. Yeah. And the flash jumpers? Rumble Moral. The correct answer is Rumble Moral. Alistair Simpson taking over as run director in 2005. Are you dreaming it? Okay. So, count up your scores. What's the overall scores now? 12. 12? 12. Where did I start? Uh, well, you might say we're on the new. Okay, so the next topic is TRS Superfans. And uh, yeah, question number one was Kyle ran one of the events at the Swiss Alpine Ultra this summer. The race finishes in Davos. Where did it start and how far was the race in kilometres? Point for each. So, uh, flashy jumpers. Started in Vienna, we think it's 88 kilometres and we want a bonus point for knowing it was called Mozart. Yeah, okay. You did say it. You can't, you can't demand a bonus point. We want that bonus point as well. We prove it. It was the Mozart. And it was 100k. Okay. Beyonce's? Um, it was 88 kilometres and it started in St. Moritz, which is fake tan and not shampoo. Oh, right. Okay. There you go. So I thought it was some, some fancy girly cosmetic. But yeah, okay. The answer was my wife's uh, team. Woo! No way. Uh, the answer was Sam Moritz. No. For those who are not here. I was 18 kilometers long. Yes. So have you been putting fake tan on your hair? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. She's been doing it for me. Pigeons. Right. Oh, so, <laughs> the second question we asked you was which running legend did I meet at a race this summer? Flashy jumpers. Ron Hill. KCM. Ron Hill. Ron Hill. Ron Hill. Full house. It was indeed Ron Hill at the. We love Manchester 10k. We love Can we get a point for that? Yeah, do we get a point for We Love Manchester 10k? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the boss spoke there. <laughs> well, it wasn't in the criteria. <laughs> do we get a point for saying Mozart? It, it was called Mozart. It was <laughs> Question number three. Now, I don't know the answer to this one. Uh, I know two of them, but I don't know the last one. Kyle won three half marathons this year. Can you name them? I don't know why, I've already asked the question, so I again, I want silence again. So, Beyonce's, what's the answer? Krathis, Stonehaven and Geary. Krathis, Geary and Stonehaven. We had Krathis, Geary and Stonehaven as well. With brackets, CR behind Krathis, which we want an extra <laughs> <laughs> So, two out of three. It's bad. Did they not win Gideon? It's not in your power of time, so... It's it's no, it's no. Gideon's not on power of time. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. Did you win it? Ooh. Did you win it? Yes, because yeah. I was running past, remember? That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, did you? Oh, okay, so you won four and a half miles this year. So... So the other one is the
Name the guest who has appeared on the show twice this year. No, we need to clarify that there's been a mistake in our research and actually someone has appeared, two people have appeared twice, so a point for each. Okay. Flashy jumpers? Uh, Frey the Pine and Lewis Walker. Is that the second name? Yes. KCM? Mm. Fraser Klein and Robbie Simpson. Well, yeah, so we've got Lewis Walker and Kenny Wilson because There's a voice, I know you're going to Yeah, say. because you interviewed Kenny in one of the earlier episodes and then you also <laughs> did an interview post-race after the yeah. Inverness 5k Yeah, that crossed my mind Hold on, hold on Was the Lewis episode not a two-parter? No, no there was, was two two-parters with Lewis Walker Yeah so, uh, you know, we'll take all points. Everyone wins. Right. So, listen. does she listen? Which is very Daddy doesn't listen. He didn't know he was on toys, so he's not wearing a Christmas jumper. So, I showed up. Did we get a point for a Christmas jumper? Oh, come on. Question five. So, I smashed. My PBs and what distances oh. this year, and a bonus point for the time for each. Well, this is a big question. It's a big question. This is our. This is our. Well, we thought that half though was uh, wind assisted. You, you told me. I didn't know. I just said Ooh. it was a quick. Great, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I was what? just trying to feel yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so, so, my so, Chris, so Chris Clue has one in mind. So flashy jumpers, you're first. Uh, we think that uh, you your first PB of the year was a half marathon in Glasgow, seventy one forty eight. And the second was your marathon in Frankfurt, two thirty fifty eight. Fifty seven. Yeah, but you don't need the seconds. Do no, you? we didn't have the seconds. I think you ran. I think you ran three PBs. Right. I think you ran <laughs> sixteen twenty four at Campus Five K. Right. Which was a PB. Okay. And a half and seventy one and a mara and two thirty. And the Beyonce's? Yeah, so we got marathon two thirty, half, one eleven, and during the half you ran Doesn't count. Ten K And then five K uh Inverness sixteen twenty. And then we put in a three K at nine thirty nine. On the track. You also got PB at Rendathy Park too. <laughs> yeah, true. So, so we're going to give three points to KCM because it was indeed the marathon, the half, and Inverness Campus. We were sixteen twenty-six. Oh, but you I get, think you're you so much better than you are. You get five <laughs> points. Five. Two points, but you guys got uh, four points. Oh, we got a time. Close enough. Yeah. Close yeah, enough. Yeah. Well, well, what were the seconds and a half? We don't care about the seconds and a half. Exactly. It was for more than that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right now. We don't like that. Uh, okay, so we got four points. Four points, and you got four points. To be honest. How did we get four? We got five. We got five k. Oh, a sorry. You got the five k on the time. Yeah, yeah. Fine. But not on the race though. You said it was in. When you knew the race. Okay, you did. Sorry. Tom. <laughs> right. Oh, we got the time there. Okay. okay. So, deciding question. The decider. Last question. The great run didn't give Kyle a name on this bit, so Tom kindly did this for him. What name was he given, and why was Kyle being punished? Uh, let's go with uh, the jumper, flashy jumpers. Uh, K-Babe, because Tom had to pick up his shoes and pay for them. Crucially, <laughs> Crucially yeah. Uh, KCM? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, K-Babe and Tom had to pick up Kyle's trainers. Exactly. Well, the, same. the same. Points all around. Two or one. Two. So, scores in the doors. Flashy jumpers. 13 for that, plus the seven we had before, so 20. 20 for the flashy jumpers. 24. KCF. 24 for the 24 27. For KCF. 27. 27. Well done. Yay. Yay. We hope all the listeners at home did uh, did well as well. Right. If, if anyone got better than that, please um, please let us know. Uh, it'd be it'd be good to get his on on the, on the show next time. Just the real commitment fans. to the TRS podcast. <laughs> so we're we're gonna wrap up there. That's uh, that's been quite a, a lengthy session. But before we let before we let all our guests go, we're delighted to be able to join us. We're gonna quickly whip around the room and we're gonna go for some fart like questions. 
Okay, so how are we going to do the fartlet question? So we're going to go one at a time. So you question each of them. We'll one question, one person. We'll keep going like that. Okay, so you can ask them. Yeah. So uh, th this one will just go to Cameron. Yeah, this correct. question. Okay. And that just goes to. Yeah. Okay. So Jenny. Cameron, Nike or Adidas? Nike. Kenny, five oh. k or a marathon? Marathon. I thought I thought an eighty-one mile. I enjoy that. I didn't enjoy that. Five k. I would do that more than any day. Right. Here's a miles. I need to give you a question. Yeah, you do. Hill reps or track miles? Hill reps. Just because you didn't. You man. Nicola, trail or cross country? Neither. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Debbie, cross country or park run? Park run. <laughs> Fiona, mulled wine or mulled cider? Mulled wine. Oh, oh I missed one, right? Eh? Uh, James, tempo or kilometre reps? Kilometre uh, reps. Chris? Mince pies and Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, turkey or pigs and blankets? Pigs and blankets all day long. <laughs> Tom, if you had to choose one, Christmas snowy run or Bucks Fizz at breakfast? Ooh, Christmas snowy run. Yeah, you can save the next one. Kyle, best Christmas present for runners? Uh, a pair of those uh, no. night shoes. Those 210 night shoes, Debbie. No way. <laughs> Cameron, Christmas pre-breakfast plod or a day off? Pre-breakfast plod. Kenny, hands up. Do you actually like eggnog? No. <laughs> Miles, winter or summer for running? Summer. And last but not least, Nicola, dressing up for Christmas park run. I'm a real runner or I'll be in short shorts. Real runner. Nice. We have got everyone's uh, in the back here. <laughs> right, that wasn't the last Okay, so who was next? Debbie. Running hat, buffer, and nothing. Does that mean no clothes? In the buffer, <laughs> actual buffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, uh, Fiona. Blizzard weather. Session on treadmill or stay outdoors? Oh, I hate the treadmill, so stay outdoors. Yeah. And then complain However, and then complain about the conditions and my title and my strama. Exactly. Today, <laughs> hey, everyone look at Fiona Bryan's strama title today and you'll understand why she's uh, yeah. why this question why the answer doesn't make sense. Uh, okay, but you didn't so, see me on a treadmill. No, that's true. See, yeah. so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, James Blizzard Weather again, cross country race or temperature controlled Go for the first one, Kyle. Zero, <laughs> zero in gym. Yeah. I'll go for the first one. <laughs> okay, Chris, how to prepare for a snowy, dark run? Radiator prep clothes or man up? Man up. You can go next. Sam, post run snack at Christmas. Quality street or a protein shake? Protein shake. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, indulging over Christmas or treat your body like a temple for the cross country season? Indulging over Christmas doll. Cameron, <laughs> <laughs> running playlist. Christmas songs or TRS? Christmas songs. Kenny, <laughs> 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 would you rather do a marathon in 10 degrees C or 40 degrees C? Minus 10. Minus 10. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> minus 10 or 40 degrees <laughs> 10 <C. laughs> uh, 40. 40. Ooh, nice. Miles, uh, race dressed in full Santa gear or is Rudolph's back? Half. Just back half. <laughs> and this is last but not least. Nicola, turkey drummers and all the trimmings or a full box of roses? Full box of roses. <laughs> Very good. Right, well. So I think we've got one more thing to, to go around the table with. So since we're all runners, um, we thought it might be quite a good idea just to get if you find out where everyone's goals are for the for the new year. Um so, Cali boy, since you've been to the show before, do you want to remind the listeners what your goals were for next year? Have they changed at all? I don't think I gave you any. I do not. I don't listen to you. I don't listen to my rivals. Goals for next year? Yeah. 
Oh, there's not really planned too far in advance. Um, well, what have you got coming up? Yeah, I think I, think I, um, I think I, I think I could run better over cross country than I have thus far. Mm, nice. Okay. So yeah, that. So, so national cross country championships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it, um, yeah, I want to run well in the districts and then uh, the national, obviously. Perfect. Good answer. Okay, Kenny. Uh, very few people know this one. But uh, sub two to twenty marathon next year. Exclusive. We can have Frankfurt, hopefully. In what month? Uh, I think in Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt. Oh. My dreams come true. Which is sub two twenty. Sub two twenty. Yeah, vapor, vapor flies. Vapor flies. Yeah. That's how I did a pair. What happens if it's no vapor flies? What's your target? Sub two twenty five. Okay, Miles. To stay injury free for twelve months. <laughs> so what, see, what yeah, um, see what I can do over ten k and half marathon towards yeah. the end of the year. Oh, nice! Are you going to divulge in times? Are you just going to keep that or races for races? Or PBs, PBs, yeah. yeah. Okay. Any idea which half we might see you at? Great Aberdeen. Great Aberdeen, yes. <laughs> there you go. Good, Nicola. Similar, just to get fit and healthy and get that running properly. Yeah. And Good. have you got any races coming up? Are you just going Nothing to see Nothing planned how? at all. So yeah. just... Perfect. Debbie? This might have to be running related. No? I'd love a sub nine hour Ironman. I would love a sub nine hour marathon. <laughs> 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 I would like to do it. Okay. Yeah. Any, any Ironman event in particular you've got lined up? Uh, no, not for that far yet. Okay. I've got a while. Good. Fiona? Um... Sub 75 half, sub 245 marathon, nothing major, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then some other, yeah, that, yeah, and to, yeah, stay injury free as well would be nice. James? <laughs> oh, sounds a bit less, but 320 for London. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really so you're in London this year, and it's, yeah. uh, you, it's a charity, it's a, a charity. Yeah, Metal Half Aberdeen. Yeah. Chris? Uh, I'll be doing the Tokyo and London marathons, so uh, as fast as I can in them. I've not, uh, well, I'll work out a more concrete time, closer to the time, but I'm hoping that I can target something in the mid to low 230s. And then later on in the year, I think I might do the Larry Group. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, first and foremost for me, it's uh, just to be fit and injury free, but again, I've committed to the, the London Berlin double. My nice. hands are scorched a little bit in London. <laughs> uh, my wife actually entered the ballot and got a place. So nice. well, we're going anyway, so I thought I'd be rude not to. So I'll probably pace London a bit more conservatively next time around and then shoot for a faster time in Berlin. Yeah, yeah so that's kind of how the year's shaping up so far. Yeah. Exciting. We've had a lot of people on the table have been injured this year, so hopefully it's a, an injury free year for everyone. Kyle? Next year, you might as well. It's a Christmas special. What are you looking to do next year? Uh, good question. So I think in terms of I still have unfinished business for the marathon, um, so I wouldn't mind getting getting my time down. So I don't know what marathon to do yet. Sub two twenty, Frankfurt. Sub two twenty. Yeah, yeah. A little duel with uh, without the vapor flies because I can't even play for them. But before that, I'll well, aim, aim for the national cross country championships, uh, trying to prove in my top place in there, hopefully. Um, and probably just focus on some of the ultra races again uh, later on in the season. But again, I've got the I've, the entry, the registration opens for the Ultra Trail Mont Blanc uh, next week. So uh, I've got the green light for the UTMB. So uh, I just have to put my name down and hopefully I'm in the, the start line in August. So what about you, Tom? What have Very you got? exciting. So for me, it's straightforward. I want to find 58 seconds to run sub 230 in, in Boston weather dependent I guess but yeah that's the plan and then if that goes to plan we'll see I wouldn't mind having a crack at trying to be competitive at some slightly low key marathons where you and Kenny are not lining up so <laughs> maybe trying uh, I don't know I, th- I wouldn't mind going to Inverness and having a, having a bash up there so we'll see but Boston is first and foremost so we'll get that done then build from there great well anyway thank you everyone so much for going on your Saturday afternoons and the lead up to Christmas to join us for this we hope it's uh, A recording and uh, <laughs> B good content but have a good Christmas
and we get you on well, next year to recap these goals. Okay, after three, we're going to say Happy Christmas. Are you ready? Uh, One, two, three. Happy, Happy Christmas! Christmas!